you know, something that I really pride myself on is being able to be with whatever is. And then I kept getting that, that reflection back of like, Oh, you see me like, wow, this is amazing. And I, I, yeah, it took me a really long time to go, Oh, okay. So how did I get to this point? And yeah, it is, it is the more that I can be okay with exploring myself and all the different edges that I can go, the more that there is a capacity to be with whatever is in front of me. Um, yeah. And I want to do that. I want to keep showing up for that as well. Hey friends, that was a snippet of Lyra Moon, my guest for today. Now, try as I might, I actually can't quite remember the moment that the fabric of my world peeled open just enough so that Lyra could saunter onto my path. First as an artist that I've admired online for a really long time, and then as the artist behind the lens, deftly capturing my own likeness. So... I can't actually offer you the kind of proper introduction that I'd like to hear, one befitting of such a connection. I hope you'll forgive me. Though I do wonder if perhaps my foggy memory is instead a trick of the senses. Perhaps she simply emerged into my world one day from the deep nothingness of the ether that all creation is pulled from, not unlike her own visionary tendencies. You see, Alira is a photographer, artist, and self-expression activist, among many other things, and believes in the power of art and beauty. She tends to both the seen and unseen spaces in this world by exploring the human experience, living for the wild magic that dances and weaves its way through everything, and then encouraging others to seek out ways of fully coming home to their aliveness too, in whatever form that takes. Just between you and me, there's something really wonderful about Alira's way of being that has me contemplating if she's even of this world. At least, I would hazard a guess that she spent eons shifting between realms, never quite losing her connection with each along the way. A seer and conduit, she plays with the elements in a way that tells you that there is nothing in the fabric of your being that would throw her. Nothing too sweet nothing too dark, nothing too textured, and nothing too true. Feet planted firm and barefoot on the earth, crown open and eyes trained on glimmers of other worlds begging for attention. Alira's ability to draw forth the distinctive life force of those who sit before her, human or otherwise, and turn it into art is unwavering. This beauty joined me for an evening conversation after a day of testing her creative limits shooting food. I was a little nervous to be speaking to a creator I admire so much, but this ended up being one of the richest and most nourishing conversations I've ever had. Perhaps this little pocket of space and time will be that for you too. So I, I mean, the general thing that I want to cover with you or the thing that really draws me to you again and again is that you are someone who evolves. Like, you know, I've only known of you, you know, a year or two, maybe three or so, but, you know, the more that I see you sort of speak about your journey and the, the things I've read, um, that you've written, you have gone through so many different iterations of who you are and, mm. and they, and you've carried sort of like the little bit of each of those, it feels to become who you are now. You sort of haven't fully discarded, um, you know, any one iteration and said, okay, no, that's totally dead. You know, mm. there's, there's still little bits here and there. And I guess like the first question will 
I'm curious about is so you're predominantly these days, like, you know, you're a photographer. I know that you're many things. Um, mm. You're a photographer. But, like, do you remember the first photo that you took that really landed, you know, in your soul and was like, this is, this is like my medium? <laughs> um. It's really interesting. I don't know if it was particularly one image that I ever took that led me to, you know, defining what I do as being a photographer predominantly. I think it was more, it it just feels like something that's been a natural inclination of mine. I'm, I consider myself an artist actually, not Mm. just a photographer, but with the photography, I feel like it was a beautiful opportunity for me to connect with people, which is, um, it's been a big journey for me throughout my life. I've had a really awkward social kind of connection within the sphere of humans, um, most of my life. And I guess it just allowed me an opportunity to be able to weave myself into society in a way where I could get to know people on the level that I, you know, I desire to know many people at and how I would love people to know me, you know, by being vulnerable, by being seen, um, in your essence and yeah. And, and just coming together without having distractions of alcohol or food or anything like that. It's just two beings being together. So I feel like that was probably the the one thing that helped to define like, Hey, photography is a really great thing for me to do. I should just continue to do that because it, it allows such a, a fruitful uh, outcome for me. And it feels nourishing for me, which is why I mostly work with people in my photography. You know, you don't see me taking photos of food, which is actually what I got up to, (laughs) what I got up to today. I attempted at doing food photography in the studio and I was like, Oh my God, this is so not my joy, but yeah, I think, yeah, it's the connection with people part. That was a really big piece for me. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's actually answered in part one of my other questions, which was when you started Photography, and I suppose, as you said, like the being an artist specifically, because I know that you've, you know, you do clay and you painted and you do DJing and, you know, a variety of different things. But like mm. the question being, who was she when she started um, and, and the nourishment she was craving then? And if like, is there a difference between those early days, um, what you were seeking if in terms of nourishment, and then like today? what you're seeking in terms of nourishment, are there nuances or is it like, is there a thread that you can kind of pull out of all of this journey and be like, no, they keep coming back to this one thing. Mm. Well, it's funny when I was hearing you ask that question, what came for me, there is actually, there is a difference. The first part when I first started exploring with photography, it was very much about my own internal journey. I, Mm. I was a huge stoner. I was like taking all kinds of drugs and it was more trying to figure out like what was inside of me at the time or how I could perceive myself through photography. So I did a lot of like self um, portraits and stuff, which I actually haven't really shown with anybody, but you know, when I was studying at uni, for example, the first time around, um, studying photography, I, all of my stuff was self portraiture. Basically that was what I was handing in all the time. And, and it was more, yeah, it was like an inner discovery thing. And I think what's shifted, I think that is still a part of my work. It always will be part of my own journey of an exploration of something. Um, but what's more landed is like, how, how can I navigate this realm of adulthood in a way where I feel like I am also contributing to, (laughs) I guess, society as a working human. So I think that's the only thing that's shifted is like, okay, so I'm doing it as like a job now rather than it just being an art exploration, but the art exploration and the inner exploration is still there, if that makes sense. So (laughs) yeah, 
yeah, it's, um, it's a really interesting journey to go on as a creative for any kind of creative really is like, Oh, okay. So I need to put like a monetary value on what I do. I need to set up all this structure behind it of how to run the systems of a business. And I need to sell myself and that kind of shit. And it's like, excuse my French, <laughs> I can swear on this thing, right? <laughs> is that all right? You can, yeah. you can say whatever you like. Too much, but yeah. Say whatever you like. Yeah, but it's um, it's a it's a strange uh, navigation of all of those realms and still staying true to what what is good and and soul fulfilling for yourself as an artist in in that kind of way. So yeah, <laughs> I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's so like as you were speaking particularly as you were speaking about like, you know, the self-portraiture and like starting as a way of like exploring your own self. And I know that you've also worked with in terms of like, um, for lack of a better term, spiritual practices and things like that. You've been a guide and that sort of stuff as well. But like that whole like self-exploration and seeing oneself. Yeah. Um, I know because, you know, like we've had a mini shoot and I've, I've been on the other side of your lens, you know, I've, I've been at, in front of your eye and I know the experience of being seen by you mm. and reading through as well, like some of your, um, you know, the, the praise of you and the, and the beautiful feedback that people offer, like the stuff that keeps coming up is like she sees you, she is able to elicit, you know, like this core self or essence or Mm. you know there's there's something in that which I think um there's a connection there the dedication that you've had to keep that you know the self-exploration as part of it that do you find that that is that do you feel a connection there or you know like for yourself that the more you see yourself and the more you see yourself through the work that you do not just photography but like everything the easier it is to see others and mm. to call them on it. You know, it's, it's one thing I think to see people and like have it in your brain and be like, Oh yeah, that chick, you know, or that dude's like this or whatever. But it's mm. a whole nother to be able to like bring that into being through speaking or through art or through, you know, the, the way you can just get a slight angle and it's a whole new being in front of you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I totally resonate with this understanding of like, Oh, and the more that I get to explore myself, the more that I can actually show up for other people. And, you know, something that I really pride myself on is being able to be with whatever is in the moment. Like you could come to me with some crazy ass, like, thing that you want to talk about or something you want to explore, or, you know, there's vulnerabilities that come up. And I'm, yeah, that's something that for me is really important is just to be like, Hey, cool. You're human. I'm a human. We all got our stuff that, you know, feels a little bit like awkward when we first share it, but then it's so beautiful and it's just perfectly human to be what you are. Um, and yeah. So when I'm creating my art and it's so funny, cause I didn't really, I didn't really see my photography in a way of for a really long time of like, Oh my God, I'm capturing the essence of people. And then I kept getting that, that reflection back of like, Oh, you see me like, wow, this is amazing. And I, I, yeah, it took me a really long time to go, Oh, okay. So that, okay. That is something that I'm getting reflected upon over and over. How, how did I get to this point? And yeah, it is, it is the more that I can be okay with exploring myself and all the different edges that I can go, mm-hmm. the more that there is a capacity to be with whatever is in front of me. Um, yeah. And I want to do that. I want to keep showing up for that as well. So yeah. And it's, and it's an interesting experience now, you know, so many years later, I'm exploring uh, doing more commercial photography because it's something that I would love to get into. And it's, I'm finding there is, there is a certain level of commercial photography that I want to get into where it's not 
I'm, I don't, I'm not interested in like superficiality where I'm making everything fake and trying to sales pitch something to somebody. I still, whatever I'm doing within my commercial exploration, it's still got to have realness in it. It's still got to have a connection to texture and nature and, um, feeling and color. And, um, yeah, those are things that are really important to me is the authenticity of what, um, yeah, what I want to share through my art, not just, oh, we want you to like sell something to this size body or whatever, and we need to do it in this format. So I guess in some way that will be like a shortcoming of mine if I want to be in the commercial industry, because there's a lot of people who sell their souls to make money in that industry. But also, yeah, I, I would rather not get the jobs and do other work. Um, you know, my artwork, my gallery work, that kind of thing to make my money. And yeah, but I'm, I'm just, I'm in a place now where I'm trying to find the, the, yeah, the points where I fit, where it's still authenticity and also exploring a new part of me within a commercial industry. So yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, no, it does. And it totally ties in with what you were saying before about like, photography and you know art has become the the job so to speak you know that's like what's paying the bills or whatever but you still craving like that sense of purpose to offer the world through that as well and you're like still recognizing that the body in front of me whatever you know that still a human being and they still have their stuff and you know nothing is off the table to really like capture even if it is a commercial thing or whatever, you're still like craving that. Like I still want to capture like a human being who is mm. part of this whole, you know, connection between me and this product and the world. Like as yeah. and like me being who I am, I kind of, I sit there and I go, well, you know, like everything happens for a reason, you know, like I can make, you know, make up a reason for everything. But mm. it's like, you know, that model or that, stylist or that photographer or that whoever is on set makeup artist or something they were there for a particular reason there isn't only a certain kind of alchemy that's going to come from that combination Mm. and so you're like I want to do that shit justice I'm not here to just like snap snap and away I go like you know there's that understanding of humanity I suppose Mm. well yeah and you know in terms of working with teams as well like I whenever I step into a shoot with a model and a a makeup artist and that kind of thing and a stylist, it's like, yeah, I, I personally do have a vision and it will be me mostly that weaves that together. But then what the, what (laughs) my backdrop fell down, (laughs) Um, (laughs) what the, what the most important thing is, is that all those people, I, I understand that they have their own creative um, magic to bring. And so, they can add their flavor into that vision to bring it its unique magic. And, you know, when I speak about commercial work more, what I want to do is I want to photograph celebrities who they really are, not the characters that they play. I want to, you know, do um, images for yeah magazine articles that is really, you know, getting creative and, and finding some new way to photograph somebody where, yeah, you know, I, I get to know them as well as, you know, capturing like their essence to share with everybody mm. else. So, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, can, can you really capture the essence of someone without getting to know them in some way? Like, is there an unspoken thing or is it, it's a two way thing surely that whoever's being photographed has to give you a little something. Mm. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's funny people, I think, uh, there's people out there who like to think they can hide really well, but it's like, I don't know. So it's people are really not that good at hiding. Like, you, you know, if you're, if you're sensitive and attuned enough, you can read people quite easy. And that's something, you know, to tie it back into like how I was growing up with my social situations. It's like, I, I never felt like I fit in anywhere. And so I, and I could never really understand why I was like, why don't I have, friends, like even in, you know, primary school, I, I I don't know what the hell my karma was, but yeah, it was a weird time. Um, 
so for me, I started feeling into people more and being like, okay, so how do I mold myself to be able to fit into matching them? So that's how it started. And then I started going like, Oh, okay. So where is my unique essence of who I am and how can I like, you know, shift and be able to be with different types of people. So that's, you know, the feeling into people was a really good way for me to understand how I can meet them and, um, and, yeah, it's not necessarily changing who I am, but it's being adaptable and being, you know, this is why I have on my, my Instagram page. It's like, I'm a chameleon who creates art. Like I, I fully feel like I'm a chameleon. I'm able to be with so many different types of people. It's not just spiritual people or people in the sexuality realm or whatever. It's like, you could fucking be anybody and yeah, I can be with you. So, um, Mm. Yeah. And, and that's also why I like working within the commercial realm with teams. Cause I love, yeah. Being able to, to merge with them as well and yeah. Create the magic with that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that, do you think the, like, I know that people speak of sort of the ability to be attuned to the world or be attuned to, to someone and, and sensitive to that like that's super innate you know some people are kind of just that way inclined but mm. like do you feel that you have consciously like cultivated that as a skill set I suppose as well like has mm. that been something that you're like okay there's practices I can do that actually you know whether it's I know some people sort of maybe do like a mindfulness thing so that they're actually just present to the situation and they're not distracted and so they can see a bit better of what's going on or mm-hmm. is that something you're consciously cultivating on the regular or is that something that you kind of just like have and then it's just exercising it that makes it more powerful mm. so I feel like I was still clunky with it up until about 2012 which I which is when I studied um art therapy So I, yeah, so I was, I was able to like morph and change into different groups of people. But when I went and studied art therapy, I, I realized that it was, it was an opportunity for me to fully create and understand a language in which to be more present with people and be more present with myself. So throughout 2012, I was studying, um, that and, we were being the client as well as the therapist in different, um, scenarios. So then we could learn how to do that. It was amazing. The course was just, well, it was mind blowing. Unfortunately, the uni doesn't exist anymore, but, um, yeah, it's called Phoenix Institute. There's several people who studied there and, you know, they would probably attest to the same thing as, you know, it was a magical shamanic kind of journey that everybody went on. And that definitely, yeah, really gave me the languaging in which to understand how to to communicate and be with people even more. And so, yeah, probably, probably from about 2012 onwards is when I really started like fully understanding how to listen and be with people without having my own stuff over the top of it. So, um, yeah. And that's just kind of woven into the way that I work with people with my photography, for example. Um, yeah. (laughs) Mm, I mean, I don't know the intricacies of therapy by any stretch of the imagination but Mm. I can you know conjure a certain understanding of what that might be and Mm -hmm. to me that like makes sense that if you've cultivated a skill set in being able to I suppose just be a neutral safe space for people to just be their messy human Mm. dark grungy selves and you can do that whilst holding you know putting a camera towards them Mm. at the same time and that explains that people receive you in that way, that the camera just becomes an extension of that ability mm. more than, you know, being able to do one or the other. You know, it just the, the camera is sort of just another tool, I suppose, in that way and that it's, yeah, you're not really a photographer. You're a, a seer of sorts, mm. a seer in a sage and an oracle reaching into people and seeing, you know, the truth of who they are 
and then being like, all right, and then, you know, well, let's, you know, like make an image of this. Mm. Let's imprint it in the real world. (laughs) You know, like. It's nice to hear it reflected back, actually. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I just, I see this as you're speaking about that and, and like, you know, like I said, having been on that side of the photographer and seeing the images that came back, I, it took me a while to get used to looking at those photos in that way. Cause those are, those are photos that I, you know, maybe I thought at one stage, you know, like, Oh yeah, maybe I could be like that one day, but I never anticipated that I would be captured, you know, in that sort of like soft smoldering kind of imagery that you mm. produced. And so that is, you know, it feels like you use that camera in a way that you can create that safe container and capture the essence and then just bring it into form. Mm. And that's so beautiful. So, so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's so funny because the more people that I work with and, and hearing the vulnerabilities and the, the things that come up for them, I just go, Oh my God, we're all the same. We just have our own little things that we pick on. You know, for example, I could literally have two women who I would photograph on, on separate days. One of them would be like, Oh, you know, I have this hang up about the the size of my hips. And then the next day a woman would be like, Oh, I love the size of my hips, but I'm really hung up about how like short my neck is or something like that. You know, like we all just have these little things that we either pick up on ourselves or they're, we're really insecure emotionally about. Um, but we're all in the same boat together. And yeah, you know, with the, in terms of capturing you know, for example, with our photo shoot that we did, it's like all of us have like this smoldering part of us or this kind of, uh, royal part of us or a darker edge or whatever it is. And it just depends on what flavor, um, archetypally that comes through, like what kind of filter yeah. that comes through. So, you know, you and I would both have a, a smoldering sensual part of ourselves, but yours has its own unique flavor compared to mine. Maybe yours is really attracted to the color red and maybe she loves like slow, um, deep music. Whereas mine might be, she likes salsa and she likes the color orange, that kind of thing, you know? So with using archetype journeying in particular within the frame of my photography work with people, I think really is quite handy because it allows the aesthetic to to come through as well, really strongly. So it's, you know, how you dress this person, um, and the environment in which you set them up will actually help facilitate the, the journeying even more, um, to, to capture that. Cause it is, it is this person in front of the camera. It is them, but it's just a part of them. You know, we, I don't, I don't know if there's any way, unless, you know, perhaps you spent your entire life taking selfies where you could capture every single nuance of yourself, if that makes sense. So it's like the photos that I take of somebody is only going to be a flavor of them. It's not the, the multifaceted, like million, million realm version of who we all are in our own individual worlds, you know? Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, I think I'm just kind of going on a tangent here. Um, no, I yeah, love it. I just, I love yeah. It. Uh, like archetype work is a, is a really beautiful, um, thing that I like to incorporate in, in my work. And I say archetype because it is just a flavor. I, I use mm-hmm. archetype in the word of flavor. Yeah. Could you tell me a little bit more about the archetype work? Cause I did see that as I was, you know, poking around your website and, and looking at a few different things, I saw that you spoke to that work specifically and spoke of the influence in that. What, what is the quality of the feeling in your body when you recognize, you know, the, that you've hit that point. So you look through your lens and you see that archetype or you meet the person and you're like, boom, you know, I'm really getting this very clear, you know, seductress or, you know, 
whatever vibe it is. Mm. What is that? Ex- well, how does that translate in your body when you connect with that? It's mm. a really interesting question, actually, because it's it's almost like there's so many different ways I'm going to receive information from people. Most of the time, it's through like uh, I guess yeah, through my third eye, my crown area, where. Yeah, it feels like a very strong knowing or a visual would co- will come. So even before I do a photo shoot with somebody, when I'm talking to them on the phone um, about, you know, what they're kind of looking for, like I fully get transmissions of, of what we can explore. And, I mean, obviously it makes it a hell of a lot easier for me when they already have a vision of what they want to photograph. But, you know, sometimes people don't. And, and then so I just kind of ask a few questions and then I get kind of visuals. But when it comes to actually photographing somebody on the day of the shoot, um, if we haven't got something really pre prepared beforehand, um, we just work with what is there. And then it's almost like the space that we are in together. It's like, I become this kind of impartial, I guess, if I'm going to use archetypes to describe, it's like this, um, the masculine self. So it's like, I'm fully, I'm, I'm able to be just that pillar, um, of stillness. So then Shakti or energy or life force can flow through the person that I'm photographing and, um, and whatever wants to come through will come through. And sometimes Mm. when I photograph people, I, I will get full body chills when, you know, it just clicks. It just goes into this just sacred space with, with them where they're just in total complete flow of what, what life wants to come through them at that Mm. moment. And I get shivers all over my body. Other times with someone, it's like, they're just fully in it. And it's like, I get this deep admiration. Like it's, it's like my, my eyes and my heart, I'm just feeling this person in front of me. And I'm like, I just admire them just being able to go for it. Whatever wants to come through in, in the moment with me, they're taking photos, you know? Um, so I, I feel like from my experiences that I've had with hundreds of people now, it's like the the best journeys that I've had with people is when they just go for it. They're, they just are allowing and trusting that I'm there in service. I'm not there to judge them. I'm not, you know, I'm not there to like tell them to be something that they're not. I can prompt and open doors, but only the person that I'm working through with can walk through those, those doors. If, if I can use that as an analogy. So, um, yeah, I guess it's just permission space and both of us need to show up in that space together to create the magic. Otherwise it's just kind of like, well, okay, (laughs) well, we took some photos. (laughs) They still look all right, but you know, they, the, the quality, um, of the images might not fully land. Um, and that might just be that, you know, it's the person's first photo shoot or they weren't feeling right on the day. Like you can only work with what is right. So I can only do as much as I can as the photographer. It's like if the day comes and things are just falling to pieces, then we, that's what it is. You know, we've got to be with what that, that is. And, um, yeah, and that's being truly in the transpersonal space because, even, even in that awkwardness, even in that, uh, yeah, that, that space of not feeling like everything was perfect, actually, you know, there's medicine in that. And, and even if the, the understanding and the clarity of that medicine doesn't come for months or, or years, it will come and it'll be like, Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that was that point that happened. Cool. What did I learn from that kind of thing? So yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that is, that is, a stunning um, articulation mm. of what I was curious about. So right. <laughs> great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, have you ever been, as you were talking, you know, I'm, I'm picturing you on a shoot and I know that a lot of the shoots that you do, or a lot of the shoots that you really love doing, it's out sort of in, you know, gritty nature kind of, settings as well like that that organic textural kind of environment and I know you've spoken to that before but have you ever been sort of delightfully surprised that's a 
poor way to phrase it, but have you ever been sort of like surprised as you're shooting of something that's come out? So, you know, you do get that clear picture beforehand and you you do sort of have an idea of who this, you know, creature is in front of you, but then you get going and then something just really blooms out of life and it kind of catches you by surprise, but in a really gorgeous way. Has that ever happened on the shoot or do you find that you can tune in pretty clearly from the get-go and and nothing sort of surprises you as it unfolds? Uh, it's it's varied, honestly. Yeah, like I, yeah, sometimes I do have the shoots where it, it is what it is. Like there's, there's always going to be some kind of spontaneity that like some a spontaneous um, experience that happens on all of my photo shoots, but some of them, I I guess I get more delighted in than others. And I, I don't pick and choose it. It just is, it, it's like showing up with a person and um, being like, Oh, are we just going to be acquaintances or are we going to be best friends kind of thing? Like outside of the context of a photo shoot, like that that's just what life is. You know, some of us resonate stronger with each other. Some of us don't. Um, but I mean, I've, I've been blessed with basically all of the most amazing people that I've, I've had experiences with. And, uh, yeah, I end up being best friends with a lot of them. So, well, not best friends. That's a strong word. That's my little girl being like, everybody's my best friend, (laughs) (laughs) but friends, you know, like I, I, you know, I've known people for several years after I've, I've taken, photos with them. So, but in terms of like on, on the shoot day in the experience, yeah, there's always going to be something spontaneous that happens. And sometimes there, there's just the most um, incredible stuff where I just get awestruck, you know, maybe there is a sunset that's just hitting ocean waters on a particular day where the clouds are perfect and the person's in this environment and they're feeling themselves and I just find the right angle and then there's bloody seagulls flying across or something and it just looks majestic as fuck and I go yes this you know and I'm awestruck and then there's other times where you know maybe I'm in a forest and someone grabs a leaf and then they'll just like drag it across their body and like the shape that their arm with the leaf, um, and a breast or something and how that looks, it's just like, yeah, it's the being awestruck. I do definitely really, um, get to experience that with, with my work with people and, and, and yeah, that's the really exciting part is like when you get those little moments where, where, yeah, it's just like you, I can just flow into adapting with this person and it's, and it's like a dance almost, you know, all the elements Mm. come together, every element, you know, and, and yeah, when I do photograph out in nature, the reason why I love it is I have to be thinking on my feet, you know, the breeze might blow a certain way and their hair might not be looking right. So I have to be like, okay, we're turning this way now. And from them turning that way, I'm turning a different way. And then I see a new scene behind them. And then I get inspired to photograph them in a different way, you know? So it's like, it's allowing me to be in the flow of the creative moment. And that, you know, that draws across to everything that I do, whether it's my painting or, you know, creating a DJ set where I find an amazing song and I'm like, oh yeah, that works with that one. And they match up perfectly or, you know, paint will dry in a certain way. And then I'll start kind of adding little pieces to it and, and the ceramics as well, even doing that, like making a form out of clay and then going, Oh, it's going off to the side. Okay. What are we making now? You know, and just kind of adding bits and pieces to it. It's, it's like anything that I do. I just love to be adaptable. I love to just find that different ways of, of approaching it. If I turn something a different way or yeah, it just, yeah, I love, I love the whole experience of just creating art in the moment. So yeah, (laughs) but it does, the spontaneous stuff happens. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you literally about four seconds after I thought it answered the question and I was like, I've got to ask her about the non-people art that she does because I know, you know, <laughs> I see a little snippets on Instagram stories of like we're making clay today and you made that gorgeous piece to put on your wall as well. And mm. is there any kind of art form, I suppose, that you, because I know, like I said, the the way I've received you and all that I know of you and I obviously don't know everything but it is it is that chameleon it's that 
person who knows how to evolve somewhat elegantly now because they've gone through so many, you know, death and rebirth, I suppose, or that so many different iterations of, mm. of where they started to where they are. Is there any art form that is kind of still like maybe a little intimidating? Like, oh, yeah, 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 I've done all this and I can do clay and I can do paint and I can do DJing and I can do photography and I can be in the transpersonal space and I can, you know, run a group um, of, you know, spiritual earth based practice. But that thing over there is still like really, really scary for me. Mm. Is there anything like that? <laughs> um, hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say that anything is too scary or intimidating. It's more because I'm always approaching everything with fresh eyes and I desire to actually live my life in that way. I always want to be a learner. I don't, I don't particularly think like being a master of anything. It's, I don't know if that would be very satisfactory because then you get to it and then you're like, Oh, so then what now kind of thing. And yeah, learning for me is just really important. So I guess to better answer that question, I'd probably go with there are are many art forms that I want to get better at and and art forms that I want to try, for example, jewelry making and sculpture are two things that I really want to go into next. But I realize, you know, even with the painting, with the clay, with my DJing, with, you know, even running workshops, I actually think what is the edgiest for me right now is running workshops because I've, yeah, it's, even though I've run workshops before and programs and stuff, it's, it's still new territory for me. It doesn't feel as familiar as art creation. I've spent my whole life, even since I was a kid, just, I, I have a natural affinity to pick up things, not saying that I'm amazing at any of them, but I have the ability to just do and go for it. But the, the, probably the realm that has the biggest edge for me. Yeah. I would say is probably the, the running, um, of, of a workshop or something. And maybe that's just because actually, maybe that's not aligned with my soul. I'm not sure. I haven't, I'm not, I'm not sure with that right now, but, um, I think it's this thing of like, Oh, why would someone want to listen to me talk about like witchy spiritual things and pay me money for that, for example, like they have, but for me, I kind of go, Oh man, that was a fluke. Like that's not going to happen again kind of thing. And also I'm trusting, as I said, I love to live within a transpersonal realm. So it's like, I'm living in this, I'd love to live in the space between where it's the bridge of the soul self and actually the human self and following what actually feels true to what the soul needs this vehicle, this vessel as human needs to do right now. And, and what feels it doesn't have as much energy behind it is, is the group stuff. And so I think that's why it has a lot of weight with it. Cause I'm like, Oh, that actually doesn't feel like where I need to put my energy right now. I might come back to running, um, workshops and, and that kind of thing maybe in a different format. I I do have, um, a desire to run like photography workshops and also doing like boudoir sessions with, uh, small, um, boutique kind of, uh, groups of, of people to, yeah, just have like a boutique experience, which is something that I was working on before all this, um, coronavirus stuff hit, but you know, we've got time. I'm I'm going to be here for a while. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably the edgiest for me. And, um, and that's okay. Like I'm actually, I'm okay with sitting in the uncomfortability. It's not the funnest area to be knowing that there's a desire from my soul to some extent wanting to do group work again, but also being like, okay, I hear you. I'm going to focus on this stuff and then I'll come back to it eventually because I, I feel like that's probably been something that has been a challenge for me is focusing on one thing at a time. I'm very like 
wanting to do all the things all of the time at the same time. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm personally learning how to just bring in my channel and really focus on one thing at a time and allowing the others to just gestate. And I'm still journeying with them and exploring them in my own personal realm until I feel like I can actually share that with the world. Um, so right now, yeah, my channel is the photography stuff and I'm giving that a red mm -hmm. hot crack and giving it all most of my energy. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll see what happens in a year's time, you know, rather mm -hmm. than being like this week, I'm going to do photography and this week I'm going to do painting or, you know, it's, yeah, yeah I, I've, I need to be able to, and, and that's part of the the adult self in me just kind of getting a little bit more footing is like, okay, I can hear your desire to do all of the things and the constant creative energy that's flowing through you. But how about we just bring in a little bit of that masculine that you bring into your photo shoots and bring it in for yourself and we'll do one thing at a time and then we'll focus on something else, you know, like giving things time frames. Um, yeah. So I've been finding that's really helpful. Like since the start of this year, like my new year's resolution was I'm going to show up, I'm going to make a decision and I'm going to stick to it. And that's what I've been doing. And I've had reflections from a lot of my friends who are like, wow, you feel really landed and really still even yeah. more so than you ever have before. And I was like, yeah, cause I'm just picking one decision and going for it. And yeah, so that's been feeling really good for me in my own journey I guess yeah yeah I suppose everything does have its season I suppose yeah. and the seasons come and they go and you can kind of guarantee that you know summer will turn to autumn will turn to winter will you know like it will come around mm -hmm. you know that look maybe an apocalypse will come and and spring doesn't happen one year who knows who knows <laughs> like it's a crazy world these days but everything has its season and I think as you're speaking too, and you're speaking about having made that one decision, at least I know that I forget sometimes that within that one decision, the moment you're able to pour all your energy into one thing, you're actually able to then open it up and explore different facets of that one thing versus mm -hmm. tiny little facets of every single thing at the same time. And mm. so then it becomes like it, like the web fleshes out a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and it becomes, it has more shape. And I suppose it's that, that thing, that theme, I guess, that I keep feeling when you speak is that seer and that oracle who's able to sort of like reach into the other and bring something into form mm. through, you know, your photography, whether it's the archetypes or, you know, even you were saying like in clay or as you then move to jewelry making or however the seasons fall, mm. it's that same thing of just reaching into the other and it's coming into form and, to give it form, it needs some sort of structure. Otherwise it's a big blob. Yep. So <laughs> Definitely. yeah, mm. yeah, that's so, that's, I, I'm happy. And to hear that your friends and people around you recognize that as well. Cause I think that's really beautiful when you're like, all right, I'm doing the thing. Mm. And then someone else who do, maybe doesn't even necessarily know they see it and you're like, yes, mm. yes, I am doing that. Yes. You yeah. do feel that. Um, yeah, I feel blessed that I'm, I'm surrounded by really, really powerful and beautiful people. It's something that I've wanted. Yeah. My whole life. And I really feel like in the last couple of years, I've really honed in on, on a group of people who, yeah, they're my ride or dies. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's, it's not something that everyone has though. Like yeah. it's, yeah. and that itself, like it takes effort to cultivate that kind of, I suppose, intimacy and trust and that, you know, like that safe space, that permission space that you spoke of to like yeah. just be in friendship with someone and, you know, let them witness you, I guess, yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really nice to hear that someone is, is powerful and creative and, uh influencing influencer is the wrong word, but you know, like in, in the truest sense of the word, you know, like that yeah. you can influence people's experiences has such a rock solid squad behind them. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. that stuff always makes me like just like gooey inside. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, yeah. this is the best.
Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that's so important. Um, I'm not wanting to do it on my own. I don't, I don't feel like that is the, the story that's written for me in particular, perhaps it was tending toward that way at the, in my, you know, the starting years of my life. But yeah, I, you know, as anything in life, it's a choice. And my choice was like, I could be bitter and just be this like singular human going through life, not trusting anybody and doing whatever the hell I want to do. Um, but no, I actually, I really want to co-create magic and, and love with people in my life. And yeah, you know, the people that I am friends with, they really require a certain level of, um, authenticity in our relationships mm. with each other. And I really appreciate that. I don't want to hang around with fake people. I want, I want the real people who want to be vulnerable and allow me to be vulnerable with them and, um, and yeah, and to celebrate all of the, all of the things, even the sad parts of life, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, I love my friends. <laughs> I feel yeah, that. Like, oh. I, f- <laughs> yeah. I feel that it's, it's a really, really precious thing mm. to have. So as yeah, I totally feel that. Mm. Um, I was actually just having a quick chat with one of, you know, my long time, you know, beautiful soul who's just been around since, through all the iterations kind of thing and we were just chatting about that the magic well he wouldn't have said magic he wouldn't have used that language but for me it is like there's a there's a magic in friendships where you are able to query someone and check in on them and just be like is that right and then and feel safe to welcome their witnessing as well and and it's not it's not a given in any relationship. So it is, it's, Mm. it's really sweet and it's really precious. Who in your life, whether it's a friendship kind of relationship or a mentor or whoever, um, who would you say are the thinkers you turn to? And I say that as in terms of like who are the the wisdom keepers in your life, the contemplative people who you turn to when you've got, you know, things going on or you've got questions you're tangling with, whether it's, you know, maybe like an author that you've read books of or an actual human being, who are like those key people for you? There's definitely a couple of friends, uh, and in particular my housemate who is definitely my best friend. Um, it's beautiful to have her living with me just so then, you know, we bounce off each other every single day. Um, yeah, sometimes I turn to books. Other times I'll just be watching like YouTube videos, but, um, it's not, I don't know. It's for me, I, I have a very internal process most of the time where I kind of sit with what I need for myself and to have the conversations with myself. And then if it comes to it where I actually need to speak about like what's come up for me, then yeah, generally speaking, I will, um, I'll do a ritual or I will speak to my friends, um, about, yeah, like what reflections they may have. Cause obviously the people who I know now, they've known me for a little while, not, not my whole life, but you know, several years. Mm. So they can, I guess I, tr- I entrust that they can reflect something back to me about perhaps where I've come from that maybe I've forgotten, uh, or they can tie in, uh, something that I've spoken about before and how I'm actually moving through that now. So, um, yeah, the one person that keeps coming back is my, my best friend, Elise. And it's funny because actually most people know me as Alira Moon, but my birth name is Elise. So her and I both have the same name. Um, it's really strange. Um, so yeah, but we, we have like a soul kind of soul sister kindred spirit shit going on. It's amazing. Yeah. We just, we get it. And there's so many similarities. So, um, yeah, I, I think she's probably number one. And then um, yeah. Yeah, I've got a couple of other people. So, yeah. But it's mostly an internal yeah. process for me. Internal. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, I move through my art as a way to actually process some of that as well. Like whether I do writing, um, like creative writing, making poems and stuff or, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the painting and yeah, mainly painting and ceramics actually, they're really big emotional process ones for me. Um, I think it's probably mm-hmm. cause it's very tactile and it's very, you know, I'm using my hands a lot, um, with, I guess photography would have been one of them, but I, it's kind of, it feels like more of a mental thing rather than actually going into my body a lot of the time. So yeah. Yeah. There's those anyway. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else that I'm feeling called to sort of probe about. Mm. Is there anything that you can feel rumbling in your body at the moment that needs to be spoken to here or just a general message for the world or? Mm. Mm. (laughs) The only thing that I wanted to share about was actually like my excitement about the next uh, exhibition that I'm going to have. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Shout from the rooftop. Tell me about it. Do I have, do I have anything like, (laughs) come see my stuff yeah Um, (laughs) tell me about it tell me about this next exhibition that's awesome so yeah I uh, basically am bringing in all of these elements that we were speaking about um that I explore in my own journey and I'm going to be having an exhibition. I'm not sure when, cause obviously everything is up in the air at the moment. Um, but within the next year, definitely. Uh, yeah. And I'm fully showing up for this solo exhibition. I want to have it in a gallery and I'm going to be exploring my connection with nature through different, um, art mediums. So yeah, it will be, it will be painting. It will be like fabric, um, eco dyed stuff. It'll be weavings. It'll be clay photography, video, sound, um, movement, all of the things. And I think it'll just be the first iteration of this exploration for me. Uh, but it's just kind of tying in all of the elements and the one common denominator in all of my work and all of the things I'm ever interested in is nature and nature connection and, and soul magic and spirit and rituals. So I really, I want to, yeah, offer that as, uh, as an experience that people can, can enjoy and hopefully get a transmission of the feeling of what it's like for me to be connected with nature through the art that they get to witness. So yeah, mm. that's going to happen. <laughs> it's very clear. It sounds like a real good time like (laughs) the way you're describing it my whole body is like I just want to touch everything already like it just feels like like a full sensory sensual like like literally like nourishment Mm. I already as you speak of it I already feel fed and (laughs) you know what I mean like sometimes when 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 people speak of things there's just something that connects in you and I as you speak of it already feel fed and that's you know that's irrespective of what art like what photography I've seen I see your beautiful dying as well your little stories Mm. poking up here and there and I've seen the clay and I've seen you know I've seen different elements of it but um yeah like the sense in my body is just gooey and like you know like a a big bowl of like roasted veggies, like that really like, (laughs) you know, like that really grounding, really like all the minerals, all the new, like all of the nutrients, Mm. like the whole body just feels like, okay, I've got the fuel I need to go back out in the world and be alive again to be, Mm. you know, like to be one of those humans who can, who can trust and and show up with their stuff because that takes energy. But, Mm. oh, I'm so excited for this. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be really beautiful. Cause I know that perhaps some people that come and which I would love for them to come and see this art, um, perhaps they don't get out to nature as much as they normally yeah. would. And perhaps, 
you know, they might be in a place where I felt like I was a couple of years ago, where there was a, a, a feeling of disconnect with, with the natural environment. And yeah, so I guess I just want to weave that within the context of, you know, um, a gallery, commercial, city grid kind of environment and be like, oh, hey, this is, this is how I feel when I'm connected to it. What do you, what are you feeling right now? Does that feel good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird, um, realm that we are navigating as humans being like, oh yeah, I'm an animal, but I'm also like walking around in these like weird shoes and walking, walking around boxes that have lights in them and all that kind of jazz. And I don't know, it's, I, I'm always going to be some version of a hippie at heart and I want to be able to also bridge that into my urban existence, um, that I'm experiencing at this moment in time. So yeah, art yeah. galleries it is. <laughs> I get it. I love that though. I love the, there's almost a, a consideration that it is required for humans to engage with the natural world because, I mean, as far as I can see, you know, we don't go to nature, we are nature, but there is something really powerful about being in what would someone would call like a natural space, like a forest or, you know, like there is something really just the stillness and the calm of being, you know, and, and look, nature is, is of course, as beautiful and chaotic and it is savage in, in some ways as well. Like there is mm. that really like, you know, we are prey and, you know, n- nature speaks to each other, but, you know, they take what they need as well, mm. you know, but there is something really beautiful about bringing that to a space where it's, it feels like sometimes it's almost forgotten. Mm. Almost. Mm. Yeah. That's the beauty of art though. I think is, you know, art's message is really like, yeah, having that dialogue with the inner self and the animal primal self and the, mm. yeah, just like the naturalness of, of human spirit when it's not condensed into like, I am human, look at me, have a conversation, fill myself with coffee, <laughs> that kind of thing. It's like, Yeah. Yeah, You know, art is so important to have a conversation with, with, um, for that sense of connection. Um, yeah. And I guess my filter is just, is the earth-based, um, version of that. So yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm excited to create it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm, I can't, I'm like, I'm excited to the point that I like, feel like I want to message you every, every, you know, week or two and be like, Hey, How's it going? I just want to hear about it, you know, like. Right. Well, I mean, you'll see it, you know, yeah. all those little things that I share on my Instagram stories, they're all kind of, that's my ex, that's my personal exploration at the moment. And I'm like, oh, okay, well I'll share it with people and, you know, see what they're vibing with and, um, and actually just to share it anyway and just be like, Hey, look what I, I did. So it's uh, yeah, you know, like the, the art creation and, and finally putting them in exhibitions is, I guess it's, it's like, it's the opportunity for my little girl who, who wants to have her artwork seen to have a space for that to happen. Cause I, I'm all the time. I'm like, hee hee, look what I made. Do you like it? <laughs> like all the time, even when I send photos so to my sweet. clients. Yeah. When I send photos yeah. to my clients, I'm like, I sit with anticipation a little bit. I'm like, Oh my God, I hope they like it. And then when I get, oh you know, a message being like, Oh my God, I love my photos. I'm like, hee great. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. That is yeah. the sweetest thing. The sweetest thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> With social media, I know that I personally have a tumultuous relationship with social media, but it is probably the biggest joy I get is seeing artists in process and and particularly talking through different things that they're trying and having insight to that process kind of like takes takes the bigness out of the thought of making 
art as well mm. because it is. It's experimentation and it's play. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, I had a crack at this. Hey, I think I got this sorted or, you know, like I'm going to try doing it this way. Mm-hmm. And it's it brings it right back down to when it comes down to it, you know, people just want to make stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I, I think that's a really important aspect for me and how I show up in social media is like, Hey, this is how I did it. Do you guys want to do it too? And you know, I'm doing that in my, like with my YouTube videos, I want to share more stuff in, in that kind of way to, you know, help people to be like, Hey, Oh, it's not so scary. Like art making and decorating and that kind of thing is not, it's not something exclusive. Everybody can do it. It's just, you know, you just got to give it a crack. And it's so funny, even with the, the eco dyeing stuff that I posted, uh, on my Instagram stories, I had someone message me and she was like, can you please make me a scarf? I'll pay you for it. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't even know right. what I'm doing, but all right, if you want to buy a scarf, that's great. Like I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, you know, through yeah. my experimentation and just, um, yeah, just sharing that it, it's, yeah, it's an opportunity for people to connect with me as well as also get that permission space for themselves to try something new, you know? So, yeah. 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 It's great. yeah I, did, I did see you describe yourself on your website. I think it was as a self-expression activist <laughs> and yeah. just being that leader in, in the process of being like, you know, there's different facets of how to do this or there's different pathways, I suppose is a better word, but Mm. yeah, it's really, it's really sweet to follow along. So I'm going to thank you for that. Just personally. No problem. (laughs) No problem. Thank you for following. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Mm. Well, that's it. Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you, Casey, for having me. 